is that we broadcast live from three of our terminals right here in Springfield, Missouri, also Pittston, Pennsylvania, and Salt Lake City. But we also are live on Facebook and live on YouTube. So if you're listening from the road, from the road, hopefully you're not driving. But thank you for tuning in and welcome. So first we'll go east to Pittston, Pennsylvania. Who do we have with us this morning? Is it we got Rick? Good morning, Dennis. Uh, it's nice to be here. Great to have you all. Man, it looks like you got a full house up there. That's great to see. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing good. You know, it's, it's nice to be among family. Uh, we had a great week this week, a uh, big class. Uh, look like uh, next week is going to be just as big. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing great. Good job. Good job. So they, uh, Mitch over here has harassed me not to talk about the weather up there in Pittston. But, you know, I do feel like we had a complaint about the banking up there this week. What's the deal? About the what? Bacon. The bacon. Bacon? I just had something. It was delicious. All right. Then we're confirmed. Bacon is good to go this week. So, all right. So let's get to a little bit more important things. Let's talk about the pad and the training. Are we packed and ready to go? Tell us what you got going on. You know, the, the pad's moving along really good. It's, it's, uh, it's, we got a lot of people down there training and, uh, we're going to have a lot more for next week. So, uh, you know, if, if anybody's looking to be a trainer, now's the time. It's uh, we're, We need trainers. Absolutely. And we are trying to put them out there as quickly and as efficiently as we can. So uh, you guys are, are just a part of this meeting, just like we are. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to step up and jump on the microphone. Thank you. Nice to see you, Dennis. All right. Good to see you, Rick. Let's go out west. Do we got Troy with us this morning? Good morning. Good morning from Salt Lake City. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing out there? I see you got your your fancy backdrop, man. You know, you, I think you guys are doing better than we are. Well, it's fancy out here, man. They've done a great job on the building out here. They've um, we've got a lot of students waiting in line for our amazing breakfast too. So we're doing great right now. Good. So the, I'm assuming the bacon is on out there, right? We, we have great bacon. Yeah, great bacon. <laughs> All right. So, you know, one one piece of feedback that I got from uh, the last meeting is that, you know, there's been an accusation that you guys are, are pumping volume into on the Friday morning meeting. You know, they're saying that there's really only like three people out there with you. But when you come in, you got the round of applause. That's not true, is it? That's just when I walk in the room, actually. That, it doesn't matter where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. They're being here out of the rain. It's been pouring for the last three days. So, uh, so we got buckets of rain out here. So there's, And we had a fire, but it put the fire out. So we take care of stuff in Utah, man. Well, good deal. So, Mitch, you know, I didn't say anything about the weather out there. I just want to make sure you got that on record. But, you know, tell us tell us about what you got going on on, on training, training-wise out there. You know, we've got a great PSD program out here. Um, you know, we have our local program. When we, ha- when we do have a shortage of trainers at all, we also have a local program here in Salt Lake. And uh, we've got three trainers that, that work out on the pad with our drivers. They, they teach them the, the pre-trip. They teach them the backing. They, they do some driving also with them. And it's a it's just another great way to keep our our uh, our new drivers involved and, and get them ready to take their CDL. 
That sounds awesome, man. I want you. I want you to keep that excitement going. I want your folks out there in Salt Lake City to keep that excitement going. Hopefully, the rain dries up and you get some sunny days out there. But as always, man, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to jump on the microphone, and we'll get you right on. Okay, thanks, man. All right, right back here to Spring from Missouri. I'm not doing this by myself. I've got some stranger up here with me. This is Steve Field, our director of safety. Good morning, Steve. How you doing? Good morning, Dennis. How much coffee have you had this morning? <laughs> I told you when I walked in the building, I was feeling good this morning. You're always feeling good. You know, I love having Dennis in the safety department. I like having everyone in the safety department, but Dennis brings a unique perspective to us in that he came from our operations area here, worked in operations for 15 years or so, and he said we have something kind of special today, and uh, um, Dennis is going to take that for us, so we're going to kind of lean on his operational background here in, in just a little bit. But before we get to that, I do want to do just a couple of things. First thing, first thing I want to do is certainly welcome everyone to the meeting. As Dennis said, we try to do this every Friday. We're, we're back on a roll now. These meetings have come a long way over the last 25 years. And it's just amazing to be able to look at our terminal in Pittston and Salt Lake City, have it out live. We'll get questions today coming in uh, through social media. It's just a good way for us to uh, to share information. But what I also want to do is speak just a minute to our, to our new folks. I'll say primarily the folks in the, in the yellow, in the yellow vests. I'm going to welcome you, give you a special welcome. We're really, really glad you're here. Thanks, Keith. Try this one. There we go. I think, okay. Uh, really want to welcome the folks in the yellow vests. You, you, you're investing a lot in us. You're trusting us. You're, kind of upending your life a little bit to, to join, join the trucking industry. You've left home, you're trusting us. And, and I'll tell you, your, your trust is not misplaced. Uh, we are, we're glad you're here. We have the best training uh, program within the industry. You're gonna find, we're gonna talk a little bit about the potential earnings. Earnings aren't everything, but it is a huge part. It's why you're here, to take care of your family, to, to make sure your children are taken care of, that, that you do the, the best that you can for them. And we're gonna see some information today about the opportunities. This is a great, great, great time to be in trucking. Finally, the pendulum has switched in, in our favor, I think almost entirely as far as what our what our salespeople can do, what we're able to do to make sure you are compensated out there as you should be, that your time is respected, that you are respected out there. So again, this is a great time to be in trucking. It's gonna be challenging. It's going to be very, very challenging for you. You're gonna reach the point, I think at some time you say, I'm not sure I can do this. I just messed up this backing up or you know, maybe you had a minor accident. You know, things like that are going to happen. Don't give up. Don't give up on us. We're gonna we're gonna give you all the tools that you need to be successful. If you listen to your instructor, if you listen to your trainer and ask questions, I'm not saying don't push back, don't ask questions, but listen. These men and women have been out there a long time and they know what they're doing. We vetted them very closely. We're, we're confident in their ability to teach you. So again, I just wanna welcome you. It's gonna be very challenging for you, but when, when we bring our first speaker up, you're gonna say, this is gonna be a good opportunity for me and my family. So again, welcome. Thank you very much for being here. What we have today is we have Jason Seymour from our operations division. We're really proud of the opportunities we have now for all drivers, but particularly for our teams. Teams have, a, have an incredible opportunity right now, and Jason's gonna talk about that. Then we're gonna have Dennis come back up, and he's gonna talk about 
how we support you. It's important that we support you out there. And it's not just you. You're not alone. And you're going to see that. we got something, I think, pretty neat here. And then we're going to have Stan Allman come up, another one of our reefer operations managers, and talk about company earnings. Uh, we're not all lease. We're not all owner-operator. We do have company drivers. We're fine with that. We want you to choose what's right for you. And if for you, the right selection is a company driver, we want to make sure you're taken care of financially as well. And we've got some great opportunities on the company side. So Stan's going to come up and talk about that. So we got a lot going on. So I think we'll go ahead and get started. If you, oh, you want to talk about safety for a minute? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> We're just so excited with these speakers. <laughs> go ahead, Dennis. Sorry. Before, before we bring Jason up in that pink shirt, we're going to talk a little bit about safety, okay? And, and what we like to do each week is kind of give a report card report on you know how drivers are doing that on the road. And one of the best ways to do that is to report to you kind of what we do inspection wise. So. Uh, each week, we probably get an upwards of anywhere from 100 to 140 inspections where drivers are getting inspected by DOT officers or state highway patrolmen. And, you know, this guy standing next to me looks at every single one of them every single week. Luckily, he only makes me look at them about once every three weeks. All right. And, and actually, this week was my week to take a look at them. You know, so the numbers were we had 126 total inspections. All right, and we um, had 60, 86 clean. That brings us to a total of 68% clean inspections. Now, I got a lot of 68% when I was in college, and that was a D, and that was in passing. But in, in, in realms of what the industry average is, the industry average still floats somewhere in the 30s for clean inspections. So our prime drivers are almost doubling what the average is and you guys are doing a great job of making sure your equipment's ready to go your logs are ready to go and you're ready to go when you get out on the road and get inspected you make us look good all right but you know with the mindset of always trying to improve you know that's the prime culture we want to get better every single time we got a couple things this week that i noticed that we need to improve on a little bit one was you know, we had a lot of drivers not being able to readily, availably access your your uh, permits and things like that. You know, you've got probably the most useful tool that I think we've ever come up with right here in your pocket with the Prime Mobile app. So every permit, you know, your insurance, all these things are right inside of your pocket. And if you've never had to access this information, you might want to familiarize yourself with that process just in case you do get pulled in for an inspection, you'll be ready to go. If, if you're not sure how to do that, call your fleet manager, whoever the case may be, and they can get you taken care of. But we had an awesome week inspection-wise. I think um, uh, next week we've got a big week coming up, the CBSA Break Safety Week. So we'll probably have a little bit more than 126 inspections next week. So just you know, double-check yourself. Make sure you're ready to go. Be expected to be inspected. So expect to be inspected. So, you know, all right, we can go right on to our next speaker. Go ahead, Dennis. All right. So next we're going to bring up Jason Seymour. And I'm going to pick on Seymour all the time because as Steve talked about, you know, I spent a lot of years in operations and, you know, a big part of what we do was, you know, we learn. And the way we learn is we sit and we listen to the people that came before us and that know. And for many years, I sat near Seymour. I listened to a ton of his conversations. You know, I even, you know, seen him get heated a couple times and get upset, but that's okay. That's a part of it. And we all learned he, from that. He right? deserved it. I mean, in my defense, Dennis, you deserved every one of those, man. I didn't mention that that was at me. 
Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, everyone. My name is Jason Seymour. I work in reefer operations. Uh, very happy to be with you again on a Friday morning. Um, I'm here to talk to everybody, but more specifically to the folks in the yellow vest. Welcome, as Steve said. We're very happy you made the choice to come to Prime. We're very proud of what with the, the program that we have built here, and that's exactly what I'm here to talk to you about today. So many of you are coming here, maybe starting a second career, maybe your first career went away, maybe some of you are following a childhood dream, you always wanted to drive a truck. Um, but I just have a simple question for you. How many of you in the next you know, 52 weeks, in the next 52 weeks that you're here at Prime, starting today at day one, want to earn over $100,000? How many of you could do that, want to take advantage of that opportunity? Awesome. That's exactly what we want. And that's exactly what I'm here today to talk to you about is how to accomplish that goal. Steve mentioned to it, or Steve mentioned it, and uh, we'll talk about it a lot. It is a great time to be in trucking and the earnings. Um, you know, our drivers are making more money than they ever have before. Um, and that's especially true with our teams. And so what I'm here to talk to you today about is I'm going to plant the seed because in six months, I want you to be in here talking, you know, getting ready to take out a PSD student, just like you're getting ready to go out for the first time. So here's how you do it. And these are real numbers. Um, I can show them to you. I sit either in the basement of the Z building or out in the plaza. I kind of split my time. Stan sits up on the second floor. Uh, Dennis in the safety department. These are real numbers that we track every week. Um, I will tell you they're for the lease operators and the reefer division. Um, you know, if you're in the tanker division or the flatbed division, they're going to be a little bit different, but they're pretty close in all three of our lease divisions. Company drivers are going to be a little bit different than that um, also, which Stan is going to talk about here uh, in just a moment. So um, anyway, so you got to think about it. You're here with zero. You're working towards that CDL, and you got to think for the next three to four weeks, you're probably going to earn zero, right? Because you're out here, you're training, you're learning. You're learning to drive. You're learning to back. You're learning to do that pre-trip so that you can get that CDL and pass that test and get hired on. And then once you get hired on, your training period is going to be a minimum of 30,000 miles, um, and that takes about nine weeks or so from the time you get assigned a trainer to running the miles. And, you know, maybe there's some home time mixed in there. Uh, you come in, you do your upgrade classes. You're probably looking at about a nine or so week period of time. Our, your earnings during that nine week period of time we is, is $900. So for, for the first nine weeks that you're going to be here, once you get hired on, $8,100 or so is going to be what your earnings are, okay? Now, at that point, you upgrade, and let's say you lease a truck and you go reefer solo, all right, which is the division that I spend, well, that I've worked in my entire career here. Um, our average earnings for our lease operator solos right now are $1,565, and that's an average over the last year, the last 52 weeks, dollars $1,565. So you're going to run 13 weeks as a solo at $1,565, which is going to put another $20,000 and change in your bank account. Now, the reason you're only going to do that for 13 weeks is because our training program, when you reach six months of total experience, then you're eligible to train. And there are some other benchmarks you need to hit along the way. And I'm not going to talk a whole lot about those because that's the next part of our meeting with Dennis and, and our support team. But at six months, you can come in and you can take the instructor trainer class, just like there's, you know, 60 or so people taking it this week, prepared to take each one of you out to teach you to do the, the backing, the pre-trip and the, uh, the driving skills. Okay. Now, in addition to the solo earnings that you would make just from running solo freight, you're paid an additional stipend of $300 a week. 
So for that next four weeks, it's going to be a little bit higher. Okay, so you're going to make $1,865. So that puts about another $7,500 or so in your pocket. Now, the great thing about it is, is once you take that student out, then you're going to be able to run team. And that's where the big money is. Our team earnings over the last 52 weeks are north of $3,000. So for the last 22 weeks of this year that you're the first year at Prime, you're going to be earning on average over $3,000 a week. That's after you pay your truck payment, after you pay your fuel, after you pay the co-driver, after you pay your tolls, your maintenance, blah, 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 after everything else comes out, over $3,000 a week in profit, okay? So the path has been built. The earnings are there. They're real. The road is there. The business model is there. All you got to do is kind of think about where you want to be 52 weeks from now. 52 weeks from now, where do you want to be? And that path starts today because, as I said, there are some benchmarks along the way that you want to hit. You may have an idea of what you want to do. Um, I can tell you uh, everybody's going to have an opinion on that. Everybody's going to have an opinion. Only you know what's best for you. Do I team? Do I solo? Reefer, flatbed, tanker, company, lease, regional, over the road. There's a spot for you at Prime. I can tell you. There's a spot for you at Prime. Um, start developing your circle of trust. That needs to be your trainer, your fleet manager, uh, your support team. Logs, road assist, payroll, um, you know, folks in the safety department. Everybody here is incented to help you be as successful as you can be. That's our job is to teach you and coach you how to take advantage of this great business model and this great path that we've developed over the years. So that's my message to you today is it's not too early to start thinking about it. And if you're in a yellow vest one year from six months from now, I want to see you sitting here next to somebody in a yellow vest that you're getting ready to take out, okay? Because not only do we need you, but the benefits are there for you, for you and your family, and we can help you reach that goal. Thank you. Any questions for Jason while we got him up here? You're getting pretty efficient at that. I think I answered them all, weeks. man. It takes me a little while to get my delivery down, but it's. I think we got it. Hey, Jason. I just want to say thank you. I'm Anthony Eck. Hey, man. Yeah, I recognize you. It's good to see you, dude. You contacted me when I got COVID. Yeah. Checked on me, and I appreciate it. And I just want to give a shout-out to all the in-house employees that actually reached out to my fiance and me while we were down. For you new drivers, this is a family and they do take care of you. So to, to experience what I experienced in July and to have everybody that's in this room contact us to see how we're doing and to make sure we're doing good, it doesn't get any better than this. I just wanted to say thank you. Hey, no problem, man. We were glad to help in any way we could. It's great to see you up and around. It really is. All right, Jason. Appreciate you. Before uh, Dennis comes up, I just want to just add just a couple of things so I can't help myself to, to, to what Jason said there. And, and we use that term a lot. You know, this whole facility here, this whole company was not built with smoke and mirrors. And, and what that really means is this is the real deal. And people may be thinking, well, yeah, they're going to say that, but they don't want me to make that much money because that's money out of Steve's pocket then or Dennis's pocket. But that's not the way it works at Prime. Literally, the more you make, the more successful you are, the better off I am personally, the better off Dennis is, and the better off 
Prime is as a company. So we are behind you 100%. Our, our main focus in life is to support you and make you successful. And part of that is the team you're going to have here at Prime. So Dennis is back up here. He's lived this. He's done this. Brought that for one second. And uh, I want Dennis to kind of go through this because he's got it from a, a fleet manager's perspective. So, Dennis, I'm going to turn it back over to you and uh, you can bring your team up. Awesome. We got it. All right. So, you know, we always talk about, you know, our, our highest calling here at Prime is safety. And that's, and that's true. But the most important thing we have here are people. You know, Anthony, when we found out you were sick, you know, my heart went out to you, you and your fiance, and we're glad you're doing well, you know. It's the people that are here that make this company successful. And it's the people here that create the culture of Prime that we're so absolutely proud of. All right. So what we're going to talk about next, you know, Jason talked about this six-figure earning potential. Man, is that real? You know, and, and, and if it is, which it is, who's going to help me do that? Because, you know, if, if you're anything like me, when I first started here, I'll tell you guys a quick story. You know, last night... <laughs> I got this club that I'm a part of and we we come together and we we sit with and I swear I was the youngest person in the room and the lady that was sitting next to me kept saying, man, you look so familiar. I've seen you somewhere before. And I just, hey, I work at Prime. I went to College of Missouri State, you know, and it turns out that, you know, as we went through the line, this lady used to manage the apartment complex that I lived in when I first started here at Prime as an intern, all right? So you can probably figure out where this story is going. When I first started here at Prime, man, I was a college student. I was broke. I didn't have any money. And me and my roommate struggled to come up with $550 a month to pay rent. So this lady was knocking on our door every other month searching for her $550. And we finally figured out where we knew each other from. So I've come a long way from there, and a big part of that is this company right here. So some of you, you know, may be saying, hey, man, I'm, I'm, that's kind of where I am now, and I want to get to – I've got goals, and I want to get somewhere. We've got a team of people, you know, that's going to help you do that. And I'm going to ask, you know, SBU number six, you guys to come on up and join me here. I want to introduce you to you guys, one SBU. All right, come on up. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. I don't have microphones for you all yet, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. You know, and when we talk about the culture of Prime and, and who's going to help you get to that six-figure earning potential that Jason just got through talking about, you know, it's these folks right here. You know, if you're so lucky enough to get this unique SBU, this is SBU number six, Ryan Blankenship, I'm sorry, is it 10? It's SBU number 10, six, it's, it's, it's you know, in my heart, it's SBU number one, okay? So... You know, uh, Ryan Blankenship is the fleet manager, and we'll go through it, and we'll talk to each one of these folks. But, you know, amongst these folks, we've got about 50 years of trucking knowledge, 50 years of trucking experience that's assigned specifically to you and, you know, some of your close friends on that fleet to help you get to that six-figure earning potential that Jason talked about, all right? You're not just randomly calling some call center and you get who you get these are your folks this is your family ryan is your business partner he's not your supervisor you know he's not your boss this is your business partner and this is the team that robert has assigned to them to help you be successful and just like steve talked about you know it's not hey you know if they make a certain amount of money you're taking money away from 
you know, Brennan here in our, in our, our logs department. No, quite the opposite. The more you make, the more successful you are, the safer you are, the better you do at delivering, picking up and delivering on time, the better each and every one of these associates do. So, you know, I'm going to go through and we're going to talk to each one of them. They're going to give you some information and we want this to be a dialogue. So especially for you new folks, I want you to ask the questions. You know, you've, you've done your research. You've you searched the, the Internet chat rooms about, oh, I'm at, you know, which fleet manager am I going to get? And, you know, what type of loads can, you know, he or she give me? This is your opportunity to ask those questions to this particular SBU right here, right now, today. We're available. So I want to start with, with Ryan Blankenship. You know, Ryan Blankenship is a, is a fleet manager, and you manage about how many lease operators? I've currently got about 90 lease or 90 trucks on my fleet. Roughly 30 or so are teams or with PSDs, students on the truck. Okay, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of information about Ryan. Ryan is kind of like me. He came in this deal with, you know, re relatively no trucking knowledge. When I first started here at Prime, you know, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say I wasn't really quite sure what the difference between the truck and the trailer was. All right, but just, you know, kind of sitting by guys like Jason and learning and understanding what I didn't know we came up in the industry, and Ryan was kind of one of those guys, too. He started young. You know, of course, you know, you're still, what, still young now, but. <laughs> kind of lost track. Right, right. Okay, and, now. you know, and he's established himself as one of our better fleet managers. In fact, he does a lot of the training for the new fleet managers and, and fleet managers and training that come through the program. So, you know, just specifically addressing you know, the new drivers, you know, what's the expectation for communication? If I'm a, if I'm a new driver or even a, a, a new trainee, I mean, do you want me to call you every day? Are you going to call me every day? You know, what's the communication expectation from me to you and vice versa from, from you to me, what should I expect to, to hear and learn from you? Um, I mean, first off, it's an open door policy here. If you need to call me, call me, call me every day. If you have to, if that's what it is, that's great. Look to get you pointed in the right direction to make sure we're doing things right. As far as for sure the expectations, I need to talk to each and every one of you on a weekly basis. Want you to step away from your trainer if you feel like it. In fact, tell them, hey, I'm gonna step away. I'm gonna go call Ryan. I'm gonna let him know how things are going on the truck. The trainers, instructors, they know that. It's to allow me to help to get to know you all a little bit better and also to make sure that my trainer, my instructor is taking care of you. Um, if you've got a trainer or instructor out there that's getting upset because you're calling the fleet manager, step away, call me anyways. There's plenty of time throughout the day, whether that's a 30-minute break or whatever it might be, or in fact, shoot me a text messages. Most of my students, trainees have my business card that's got my cell phone on it. Send me a text. If we got to talk after hours, then that's what we got to do. Excellent. In fact, that's so intuitive. That was going to be my next question for you. You know... Uh, I came and I met you as a, as a trainee, and I noticed that you and the trainer, you're like best friends. So if there is an issue that, you know, maybe we're not getting along or maybe this is reality TV, maybe the training process isn't going perfect like I want. I feel a little bit nervous to call Ryan because, man, you guys were talking about the kids and, you know, the vacations that you took. You guys are all friends. To, you know, be successful and, and call you. And Ryan just addressed it, you know, hey. You know, you're part of this family, too. All right. You, you know, deserve that type of attention, too. So I appreciate that, Ryan. So let's talk to Amanda. So 
you know, I love prime. I love trucking, but it's not my hobby. I'm here to get paid just like you guys. All right. And, you know, it excites me when when Jason talks about that six figure earning potential, you know, and it's going to be somebody here, maybe not Amanda, hopefully Amanda, because she's one of our best. That's going to be here to help you through that settlement process. All right. And, you know, as a new fleet manager, I remember looking at the settlement for the first time and it might as well be written in a different language because I didn't know what the heck it said. All right. And, and you may have that challenge at first, but we've got somebody here, not only Ryan, but we've got somebody here in, the, in our payroll department today. We've got Amanda with us that will help you through that process. So, Amanda, you know, how long have you been here at Prime? I've been here nine years. This nine month. years. So you started when you were like 10. So 18. All right. Excellent. So uh, other than, you know, just the general processing of payroll, what type of, you know, hands-on services do you provide for, you know, all of our drivers? Well, to start off with, you know, we help set up direct deposit. We can help you update your contact information, change W-4 forms. For our lease operators, we can help you start an emergency fund. So when you do get out there on a truck and you start a lease, you want to get that started, we can help you with that. We have an awesome option on the app now called Manage eFund. You can set it up, make changes, make withdrawals, anything you need. Um, and if you need the directions on how to do that, just reach out to your payroll advisor. But most importantly, we can help you understand your payroll. So any questions you have, if you need somebody to go through it with you, give us a call. Your payroll advisor's phone number is on your app. Give us a call, come find us if we're on site. If your particular payroll advisor is not on site that day, I am, I'm here Monday through Friday. I sit in the basement of the Z building, so the lower level. So come find me if you have any questions. Excellent, excellent. And I do wanna make sure, you know, I point this out because we, we've had this issue, this is, you know, especially for the folks that are listening out on Facebook and YouTube, you know, every once in a while, there's some calls that go around, you know, um, you'll receive a call from some guy that claims to be Steve in the payroll department. And he's, I mean, in the safety department, and he's going to tell you that last night we had a big storm and we lost a bunch of data and we need your, your com data card number, your social security number, your mama's maiden name, all this good stuff. And, you know, you know, Steve, you've heard him on the, you know, you've seen him on these videos, you know, he's the director of safety. So unfortunately you give him that information. And then you think about what you've done. You've just given some random person that's claiming to be somebody they're not your information. And we had this happen. And the first person I picked up the phone and called was Amanda. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what, what we do in a situation like that where we have some fraud. So first off, we will never call you to ask for your personal information. We're not gonna call you, ask for your card number. If we did have an issue with the card, the most we would do is just verify the last four of it. So if this does happen to you, don't panic. Call us, call the fuel desk, we'll block the card. We'll get you with the fraud department at ComData. If you're not already signed up for the text alerts for ComData, I highly recommend that. You can just text in IN to 57911 and they'll sign you up for the fraud alerts. That way, if there are any issues, they can get that started, get the process going, and we'll try to prevent any further fraud. Excellent. Thank you so much. Now we're going to get to the senior man of the group. <laughs> All right. And we, you know, Ronnie and I walked down together this morning and, you know, two things. One, he said, Hey, man, I'm getting pretty old. One, I just dropped my kid off at college, you know, this weekend. And, you know, him and I are kind of in the same boat. He said, I'm getting to the point where I've worked at Prime almost half of my life. And I'm like, you know what? 
Me too. You know, I'm I'm 41 and I'm approaching 20 years here at Prime. So, you know, Rodney, you know, you've been here, you told me 23 years, you know. So, you know, when it comes to a driver standpoint, you know, just like I talked about as a young fleet manager, I, you know, I struggled reading, you know, the uh, payroll settlements. And, we, and I had somebody here to help me learn. And, and, you know, through repetition, I learned my other weak point was maintenance. Man, I can't fix a thing. All right. So, and, every, and I'm sure everybody in here, you guys are maintenance experts, but maybe somebody listening out on, on, on Facebook or, or that'll or tune into this on the app here in a week or so. Maybe they're just starting out in the industry. They're just upgrading and they're like me. They're not real maintenance experts. So, what can you know you give to, what kind of advice can you give to somebody that's kind of starting out that may not know everything they should about, you know, turning a wrench on the truck? Well, uh, I'll tell you one thing. The most important thing is your daily inspections. The more eyes, the more time you see, you can catch something. It's a small problem before it becomes a big problem. You know, you're. Your routine maintenance, keeping on top of that is key. I mean, you know, obviously. You know, I know you guys are busy. I mean, you know, you've got to take and and get those PMs done. But we've got to, you know, when I first started out in the maintenance department, I think you had to do a PM every 25,000 miles. Now you can go, what, six, seven months, 75,000 miles before a PM. So, I mean, that helps out. Um, but, you know, for, you know, the guys there in the yellow vest, you know, welcome. But uh, there's a good class. It's called Pro Maintenance. You know, Brian can set you up, or I can set you up, or if you've got somebody else's, you know, SBU, your road assist advisor, your fleet manager can sign you up. We do that every Tuesdays and Thursday here at uh, Springfield. Starts at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, we're gonna get you some tools in your hands. You know, minor stuff. But I mean, I've got a lot of company drivers that you know have. I'll go and you know stop and you know you're sitting there waiting for your load. I got guys that do air chute repairs. I mean, and we're going to give you back money for that because you're just saving us money by doing it. We don't have to call somebody out. We don't, and, you know, that's the big, biggest thing is you go to TA Petro, you're going to be sitting there waiting. You know, the more things you can learn to do to minor repairs, the more time you're going to have to drive. Absolutely. So, you know, if I'm a driver out there and I pick up a, an empty reefer trailer and the chute's hanging down, man, if I if I got you on the phone, you think you can walk me through getting those rivets, you know, back up in there and well, getting that, that, that working? You're going to have to have a step stool for that. But I mean, you know, like, you know, if you've got light out or something like that, I mean, there's going to be certain things you can do and certain things you can't. But like jump starting a reefer unit, you know, your battery's dead. I mean, I pay, doesn't matter if you're a company driver or a lease operator, you jumpstart that unit, I'm paying you 25 bucks, you know, because it's going to cost us 75 at Tierra Petro, so. And then you're also going to make sure that I don't shock the heck out of myself, right? Yeah. I can All right. Well, so that's the most important part. All right. So good deal. So, you know, the, the going theme here is that you're not alone. These folks are, you know, heavily incentivized to make sure that your life is easier. We understand that. You know, as a truck driver out there, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have some challenges, and we've got a, a team assembled here to help you out. You know, last we've got Brennan over here, you know, so as a new driver, logs, unless you've been in the industry before, you don't have a clue what they are, all right? And, and even just a little bit through your training, you know, you, you're going to get some information from your trainer, but you're still going to have some questions. So we've got log advisors here. 
like Brennan, you know, that can help you get through some of the challenges when it comes to the electronic log. So, Brennan, if you would, just kind of, I know I asked you for three, but I think you got like a laundry list of things that you can give to new drivers coming out in the industry, especially those upgrading for the first time. Yeah, so there are quite a few FMCSA regulations to keep in mind. It's hard to narrow it down to three, so I do have a few for you. Number one rule, I would recommend you think of your log advisor as your friend. We are here to educate you so you can pass your inspections and be successful. So the first thing I want to go over is personal conveyance. Please make sure that you're using this properly and on the road. There are some serious um, ramifications if you're misusing PC. So main thing to remember with PC is that it's only meant for small personal movements, nothing work-related or long distance at all. If you are caught misusing personal conveyance by DOT, it could easily result in a ticket or even worse, an out of service, which impacts your CSA score, impacts the money in your pocket, as well as potentially the load. The next thing I wanna go over is your on-duty time. Please make sure that you're going on duty to account for all of your physical work, such as fueling, work at customers, your pre or post-trip inspections, as well as accounting for DOT inspections out on the road, or if you're ever involved in an accident. You would need to be on duty from the moment the wheels come to a stop to the moment that you're finished working with the officer. The next thing I want to go over is daily certification. Certifying your logs on the Qualcomm is the equivalent of your e-signature, stating everything is logged correctly to your knowledge. If you fail to certify, it could, of course, result in one or multiple tickets throughout the week. Additionally, your log person can only make changes to logs that have already been certified. So it's critical that you certify first before calling in just to expedite that process. And the last thing I want to go over is your paper log book. It is super important that you have one of these on the truck for yourself. If you're in that team situation or you're a PSD or a TNT with your instructor or trainer, you must have at least one on board for each driver. If you can't provide it during an inspection, you could be looking at a ticket. And again, it impacts your CSA score as well as the money in your pocket. And when you pass those DOT inspections, you're making a bonus. All right. So it's extra money that goes into your pocket. I'd recommend if you have questions or concerns about the log regulation, just give us a call anytime. So, Brennan, you know, you gave some great information, but I got a little bit of distracted by bacon. So, you know, is there a class or, or something that if I, if I didn't remember exactly everything you said, is there something out there, a resource that you guys can help us out? Yes. So we hold several classes. Our main class is comprehensive in which we cover everything you need to know log related to pass an inspection. It's held at 1330 here in Springfield every day. Monday through Friday. So if you're a PSD student or a TNT trainee and you want to get a leg up, feel free to attend. I'd recommend even our seasoned drivers feel free to attend because the regulation is changing all the time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brennan. So guys, this is just a, a real small example of the talent we have underneath the roof, not just here in Springfield, Pittston, Salt Lake City. We got a few folks out in Denver that can help you out. These are the talented associates that are you know, 
chomping at the bit to make sure that you're successful, all right? So I want to make sure that that we leave a little bit of time, Phil, to, to get some questions. I know we're coming up on the on the end here, and we got some other speakers, but I think we got a question here in the back. Um, actually, I, I don't have a question. What I had was a, was a comment based upon some of the things that Ryan said. Now, I'm, I'm really lucky that I have Ryan Blankenship as my fleet manager. We didn't always feel that way about each other, but it does. It, it, we, we started as, as partners and we became friends. Um, and we do keep it on when business is business. We keep it that way. But what I want to encourage you as, as students and as trainees, instead of going to social media all the time to complain about what something's going on, call your fleet manager, for goodness sake, call them. They are the ones that are gonna be able to help resolve the situation. Everything else on social media is speculation and hearsay. Ryan and I have had conversations at nine o'clock at night and one o'clock in the morning on a number of issues. He'll respond, he might not respond right away because oh, by the way, he was asleep, but he does answer, he gets back to you. I'm sure the other fleet managers do the same thing. Please communicate with your fleet manager. If you've got a question, if you got a question about payroll, call your payroll advisor. Don't say, why did I only make this much this week? We don't know on social media. We really don't. Amanda will know. She'll be able to tell you exactly why it happened. Rodney, God, Rodney, how many times have we gone through stuff? Rodney has a lot of drivers takes, that he takes care of. It's not just one fleet that he does, but they get you taken care of. Again, it's one of those things. What? Don't ask social media. Send, send the message in on the Qualcomm or on the app. They'll get you somewhere. They'll get you fixed. And he does pay pretty nicely if you do a little bit more than the minimum amount of work. And logs, oh gosh, logs, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, talk to your log advisor. That's all I can say. They'll get you squared away and keep you legal. Thank you so much. We got a, we got a question over here. We're, we're going to get you the microphone. Give us one second. So um, I had an issue with the uh, Qualcomm card. Uh, I tried to set it up the way that we were supposed to by setting up the pin. And uh, last night I found out that it wasn't validated. And when I tried to validate it, it told me that I had to get a new one from the fleet manager. And I even called the number to try to talk to them about it because it wouldn't give me the option of changing the card number. It would just give me the option of just resetting everything. And so they told me to talk to you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll find you after the meeting and we'll try to get that resolved. We do have a comm data representative that we work with. So if you guys do ever have an issue with the card, we can always try to get with my supervisor who has a little bit more expertise or we can try to get with comm data directly too. So. Oh yeah, I called them and they were like, well, good luck. Well, we'll get it sorted out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Over here. Uh, just a quick question. Um, can you give us a rough estimate ratio wise? We, we talk about fleet managers and everything. Can you give us a, a ratio of driver? You have 90, you said. My fleet manager has 92. And the reason why I ask the question is on weekends, um, sometimes you get that Qualcomm message saying, I'm watching three fleets. Can we get an, a, a rough guesstimate on how many, how many each fleet manager has? So on a weekend, we can automatically assume when they're watching three fleets, how long it's going to take to be in touch with somebody i'll let i'll let ryan answer go ahead good question um i think the lease fleet manager average is 86 87 something of that sort uh company fleet managers i want to say is is about 68 um 
you know, we, I don't know. Weekends are tough. They, they are. Um, I mean, our work weekends, anytime your, um, your, your dispatch coverage might be one of those fleet managers that is, is covering. Um, it also could be one of our uh, fleet managers in, in training, which um, the fleet managers in training in my group, uh, one has been here for, I want to say 15 plus years, former driver, and then the other an individual is uh, about an eight year or so associate. Um, and then um, there's a couple trainees, like I've got a trainee right now. He'll be covering probably just one fleet, say on a weekend day here in a handful of months once he's kind of up to speed. You know, Ryan did a good job there. You know, really, we only set it up with two fleets on the weekend. And here's how sometimes it gets to three, you know, and it's happened a lot over the last 15, 18 months is if somebody is ill that's on the schedule and then all of a sudden we got to scramble to get that covered because we just don't have folks sitting around waiting to see if somebody calls in or something like that. Not an excuse, but factual. And those guys are going to work through it, you know, as fast as they possibly can. They also can have, you know, a major accident rollover, something like that. They're handling where they're getting tied up and, you know, they hopefully they'll cry uncle and ask for help if they're getting behind on the Qualcomm or on the calls and we'll get it covered for you. But I appreciate that question. Here's the other part that neither one of them mentioned, you know, Ryan and this group, they're tens. All right. And if something's going on and you're not getting the response, whether it's, you know, like you said, whether it's 9 p.m., 1 a.m. Or, or noon on Saturday, call them. You got a cell phone number. Hey, Ryan, I know you're off today, but can you shoot me a quick call? I got a question about this load I'm on. He's going to call back. I guarantee it. We have any other questions? You know, for the sake of time, we're going to we're going to keep it rolling to the next speakers. If you guys don't mind hanging out after the meeting, if you guys have questions for, you know, any any one of these four departments or the SBU as a whole, don't hesitate to, to catch them after the meeting and, and ask, ask them any questions. Thank you guys so much. You did a great job. All right. Yeah, I should introduce myself. I'm Stan Allman. I'm an operations manager up in the reefer division. And I just, you know, I want to recognize Anthony. Great to see you, buddy. Back healthy. And then Charles, both of them are key members of our driver advisory board. You know, if you have issues out there, Charles is right on. You know, don't go to social media. Go to the folks that can help you, your support team right here. So we just appreciate all of you and everything you do. It's great to see all the yellow vests. You know, we feel like you've picked chosen you know, the best training program in the country. If you have any issues, like I said, you've already seen who your lifelines are. And, and we have a couple others out there that weren't mentioned. You know, we, we have Chris Martin and Steve Tasson that work on placing the TNT, you know, with their, with their trainers. You know, if you're having issues with your trainer and you don't like the answers you're getting from your fleet manager, you can call one of them or you can call any of us operations managers and we'll help you through that. You know, Brooke Mosley is our, our female driver liaison you're a female here and you've got an issue you'd like to talk about it and you, you know you'd like to talk to another female Brooke, brooks your person there for that and if you need information as far as phone numbers things like that emails and you don't already have them from orientation let me know and we'll and we'll get those to you you know they they asked me to talk about company driver pay today you know and i'm and it, it's a little complicated i had to bring notes for that but i'm going to start off with our independent contractor where if you're leasing a truck you know pay program you get 72% of what we bill. <laughs> Simple right there. But that the great news on that is, you know, our, our revenue year over year is up, you know, where your, your revenue is up about 14 to 15 cents per mile as an independent contractor or leaser with it. So, you know, great paychecks. You heard those numbers. 
Jason rattled off, you know, everybody's doing well out there. It's a great time to be in trucking. You know, on, on the company driver pay, you know, you choose to come over there and Jason talked about that pass. So you're going to start out solo. Well, there's your first big decision right here when you go to leasing because leasing passes out all of our trucks, whether you're company or lease. Here's your first big decision. OK, I'm running solo. I'm by myself. You know, choose that lightweight truck that's available. And here's why. If you choose a condo, you're going to make 48 cents a mile. If you choose a lightweight truck, you're going to make 53 cents a mile. And then if you go run regional in one of our regional divisions, you're going to make another nickel a mile. You know, if you're in construction and you need a hammer and they have a $12 hammer and a $50 hammer and it accomplishes the same mission, I'm going to buy that $12 hammer every time. You know, that lightweight truck's going to work well. Most of them get better fuel mileage. They're easy to back, easier to maneuver. You know, in five cents a mile, it's huge. So solo right there, those numbers, you know, are, are pretty easy, 48 and 53. The team structure is a little bit different because we have a two AC teams, permanent teams. And we have trainers, you know, and our trainers here, our company trainers are doing really well. I mean, I, I looked through some paychecks yesterday, saw a lot of paychecks over, you know, $1,800 to $2,200 for those company trainers. So you have a base pay amount, which starts at like 30 and a half cents, you know, and we base everything on your, on your prime miles, your experience here at prime, how many miles you've settled on. And you, as you move, as you get, you achieve more miles, you move up that pay scale. And that scale is out there on our webpage, and Andrew's promised me it's going to be available, you know, on the app in different places in the very near future because, it, like I said, it's just a graduated scale and based on miles. Now, if you're training on the company side, you also have training pay. So that can be 10 and a half cents with a B seat or 12 and a half cents with a C seat. So, you know, that's where you get to on, you know, two A seats or a training team. But now here's the big news. We also have a team mileage bonus. So, you know, this, this is huge. And I saw when I was looking at these paychecks, I saw team mileage bonuses between 450 and $800 based on how many miles they ran that week. So for the miles from 3,000 to 3,999 for the week, you get an additional 26 cents a mile. And for all miles 4,000 and up, you get an additional 31 cents per mile. So that, I mean, that was huge. So, you know, Jason's already talked about it. Man, I want to make six figures every year, and I know all you guys do too. That You hearing me all right? I just felt like a cutout. So, you know, we all want to make $100,000. So training is huge at Prime, you know, and we really need trainers. Look at all these folks in these yellow vests here that need somebody to help them out and give them a hand up, you know, and move them on in their career path and earn that CDL. So, you know, that's really all I have this morning on the, on the pay program. You know, I'm hoping they have questions, Andrew, because that's what we were talking about, because we had several questions out there before. Anybody in here have any questions? Got one back here, too. Is that law going to go into effect where you have to be a trainer for two years or have to have your CDL for two years before you're allowed to be a trainer since it got shot down in February? Actually, that's supposed to go into effect this February, but it's only pre-CDL. That's only for instructors on that, or trainers that, that won't affect. But yeah, right now it's moving forward, but who knows with the government? They may, because they put it off twice already. Thank you for that question. What's the difference when you're driving floral? She wanted to know what the difference is if you're driving floral, delivering for floral. 
I didn't hear Keith. She's asking about is there a difference when you're driving for floral? As far as I don't understand drive, but you know, if you're hauling a flower load, you know, really as a company driver, are you asking as a company driver? As a, as a lease operator. As a lease operator, you know, there's really not, there's not any different. We're going to split that revenue with you. You know, we're, right now on some of these current, they're almost like LTL loads, 12 to 14 stops. You're going to have a lot more unloading pay in that versus a, a standard load that's, you know, one or two drops. So that would be the only, only difference there. But as of the end of this month, Floral is not going to have any more driver unloading. So August 31st, I think, is the date. But no more driver unloading on floor Keith, Keith beat me to the punch. I was going to add that in there because that's great news for all of our operators. Every time I pull up a team, I says it says we'll not do driver unload flowers. And I understand why. I'm not going to walk them 150 yards down an alley in the middle of winter either. But anyway, that's they're, they're changing that because they know that business model is outdated and where the, the industry is going, and that's, that's just great news. So any additional questions? Okay. How many days can a driver take off and still make over 100000 Zero. <laughs> no, because we need you out there hauling freight right now, and Steve and Robert will talk about that. We need as many drivers out there, available percentage. We understand the, these, these nice rates of a lot of drivers to take, take more home time, which is really a good thing for us and the industry. And so, you know, just I'd say average, you know, probably two to three days a month, maybe a little bit more than that in the current industry. I, I can't. Yeah, we can't hear you. Are the floral loads going to be palletized now? You know, I don't know the answer to that. Keith, do you know if they're going to be palletized? No, the uh, the problem with palletizing, they lose so many cubes with the pallets that reduces the revenue in the load. Uh, so they'll still be floor loaded, but they're going to have to be a receiver unload. The drivers aren't going to, aren't going to load it. Right. And they're basically going to, these receivers are going to combine and have several of them come and pick up their product at the same place is how they're going to do it, in my understanding. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah, just to clarify, um, is lightweight even an option on flatbed? Yes, I, I'm pretty sure flat flatbed. No, they can't. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong there. I thought they could. I thought we used to have some. So that must have changed. Sorry. But we'll get a definite answer for sure. You know, I'll use the last of my time, and I know we're running late. Just remind everybody, and I know Steve and Robert are going to talk about too, about safety. We've had a couple rollovers over the last couple of weeks. We had a, a driver, an inexperienced driver, let the truck get away from him on, on, a, on a steep, you know, incline or running downhill, you know, and run away with these automatic transmissions are great. But that descent control is so key and keeping this truck under control, you know, and, and learning how to use those jakes. They're a little bit different on each one of our trucks, the internationals, the Peterbilts, and the Freightliners. We have our simulators. We can help you there if you feel like you need more training. And we also have an automatic, you know, transmission class at all of our terminals. So if you think you need more help in that area on that automatic transmission, please ask and we'll get you that training. You know, and how many people here have had a critical event? It's not a judgment. It's okay. You can be honest. You know, these are these when you have a critical event, hopefully you will hear from one of us. If you don't call me, but these are near miss accidents and we have, we have to learn from them. We're not going to judge you unless you get a whole bunch of them, but 
you know, learn from them. You know, the worst mistake is one you repeat. So, you know, slow down, increase following distance, get that great fuel mileage, you know, and be safe out there. Thanks a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I'm exhausted. This was a lot of information today. You know, I do want to thank, you know, Jason for talking about the uh, the team opportunities and that panel we had up here with Dennis, with uh, with Ryan and Rodney and Brennan and Amanda. You know, that those are our associates. Those are the type of people that we strive to hire here. We're very careful on who we allow to work here for that very reason, because they have such an impact on your life. And please take to heart what Dennis said. Use those folks. They're there to make sure that in this difficult industry, this challenging industry, that we're giving you all the support that we possibly can. And always appreciate Stan being down. We've been friends for a long time here. He's all in with Prime. So it's just been a great, great meeting for us and, uh, and appreciate you being here. Before I bring up our final two speakers, uh, I do want to talk about, Stan was talking about rollovers. Next week, what we're looking at, it, we're going to kind of analyze those last couple rollovers we had, share some information on it. We've also got some information on how to make sure the reefers are running efficiently as we head through the rest of summer. It's important you know, that we're cooling those loads appropriately. So he's got some good information for next week. We did get two questions in. I'm gonna cover them real quickly. One of the questions was, why does an independent contractor get paid more than a company driver for a clean inspection? We're taking a look at that. I, I think we may adjust that. We'll always have to split it for a team, give a little bit to the co-driver and some to the lead seat, but we're looking at that and making that a little bit more equitable. And the last question we had was, why, if my CPAP has been recalled, why am I still being charged $2 a week for monitoring if I'm not using it because it's been recalled? And that's a fair question, but I can tell you, Heather, who manages Cardinal Sleep here, actually owns Cardinal Sleep, she's been putting in a ton more than $2 per week effort for everyone that's in our sleep program. She's gotten her first 233 replacement masks in. I think we got them before anyone else out there. They've prioritized trucking, and then I think they prioritize Prime on top of that. So she's been working extremely hard. She's also registered the mask for folks that need to be recalled, and she will return the mask. She'll also, when she gets your new mask in, fit it for you, make sure it all works uh, properly. So I, I think that that $2 remains appropriate, and uh, uh, she's doing a, just a heck of a job for us. Before I bring up our next to last speaker, one thing we do at every Prime event is very important to us is if you served in the military, if you have defended this country in uniform, would you please stand so we could recognize you today, please, for your service? As all our speakers said, nothing we do is more important than safety. And we can tell from this week that uh, the accidents that we've been involved in, the roads are crowded out there. We've been rear-ended four times this week by vehicles where the other vehicle had to be towed. They hit us with such impact. Not a lot you can do about that, but as Stan said, watch your following distance. Watch your speed. Don't be distracted in the cab there. It is challenging out there, but every one of you is up for it or you wouldn't be they be here. So please be safe out there this weekend. I'd like to ask Steve Wutke, our Vice President of Sales and Marketing, to come up. Thank you. Thank you all very much. I, I can tell you this. They did not save the best for last, but they did save the oldest for last. That's, that's the way this is. It's really nice to see so many uh, new, new people with us. We appreciate your trust. 
Uh, we think we've uh, got a really great opportunity. Obviously, you've, you've heard from Jason and Ryan, uh, who, who is absolutely one of our very best fleet managers. However, we've got another 75 or so like him. So, you know, we take a great deal of pride of how we treat our operators. And uh, you deserve the respect from everyone here at Prime. And that's one of our goals, along with making a really good living. Uh, see, I'm in sales, and you all have listened to a lot of stuff today. But the one thing you should take away, please, if you don't remember anything else, remember you're getting into a very dangerous profession. And safety is our highest calling here. If you don't believe it and you can't live it, you're probably in the wrong profession. It's really dangerous. And we're blessed to have so many good operators that um, million miles, two million miles, uh, accident-free. I think we've even got a couple four million milers accident-free. That's our highest calling. That's our, our foremost on our mind. So keep that in mind. Um, I'd like to also tell you, we've got a group of vendors back here that support us every every week. You all stand up and, and just, you, you, I'm not gonna ask you for your names, but they represent our, our, our power units, our trailers, um, our, our um, carrier units, everything. Everything that's a part of our business. They come every Friday and they're here to answer questions. So if you've got issues, please feel free to uh, talk to them. They'd love to hear from you. Um, really, I, I think it's time, we, we're running tight, uh, I'll tell you real quickly, business is over the top good. We turned down 16,000 loads last week alone. So the demand is unbelievable. And it is a great time to be in trucking. And it's a great time to make money, to go to the bank. And that's our goal too. We wanna see you all uh, do a really good job financially. Uh, and, and again, you cannot do that if you don't operate safely, okay? So do not be a victim in our environment. If you have a question, you feel like something isn't quite right, just as Ryan said, talk to your fleet manager. Everybody should have a cell phone of your fleet manager. And if you don't have your fleet manager's cell phone, get it and uh, use it if you need it. It is a 24 seven operation. We want you running seven days a week. The question over here about weekends, I can tell you we're just not as good as we wanna be. And these meetings help us get better. So I empathize with you when you have an issue and you need to get it resolved. That's why you should have your fleet manager's cell phone. Um, so work that way, your partners, okay? Ryan, I'm saying that correct, right? You, you agree with me 100%, right? Yeah, so there you go. Um, I'm gonna bring up the guy that started this deal a few years ago. Um, he's, he's on the injured reserve list right now. Um, he's kind of one arm in it. And moving a little bit slow these days because he's a little bit older. I started a few years ago. Yeah. Man, that's, that's generous. This is more than a few. A few. F 51 years. I'm going to tell you new folks that are just getting into this profession. I started just like you. One truck and, you know, a lot of hard work, a few bumps in the road, many mistakes, but, you know, corrected course. And here we are. You know, like Steve said, we didn't do the smoke and mirrors. Yeah, we were fortunate, but we did it with a lot of good people. People are the most important thing. If you got good folks, got a good team behind you, you can accomplish a lot. And I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being overly uh, braggadocious or whatever the word is. It's okay, you may. But, but 
you know, again, we've accomplished a lot and we're all about, you know, building it from here. We want to do a lot more. We need you folks to help us do that. You know, the drivers, the experienced drivers in this room have done it, you know, have done a magnificent job. Steve, you know, takes credit for all the customers and he does a great job. But, you know, you drivers out there picking them up and deliver them on time, pushing on through, you know, when it might feel good, you know, to take a break. Of course, we don't want the time to take, you know what I mean. On time, or maybe I'm not holding this quite right. Uh, or maybe Brianne has sabotaged me, I don't know. Brianne's mighty good at what she does. Um, but, uh, you know, those those experienced drivers, those folks that have been here uh, a while, like Anthony back here. Anthony, it's so good to see you on your feet. And, uh, man, we're so thankful that, uh, you know, you've gotten through this. Kind of makes a segue to, to COVID, you know, everybody's favorite issue, right? You know, your health, you know, like safety is so important to us. Uh, we are advocates for vaccination. If you don't get vaccinated, be extremely careful. Well, if you do get vaccinated, you can still get it. It's not a guarantee, but it's very, very likely, or it's very unlikely that the effects will be severe. So please be careful out there. Uh, you know, watch what you're doing, socially distance where you can, you know, wear your mask when appropriate. Um, and, and most importantly, get vaccinated because, you know, this, this thing is lethal. You know, you're good until you're not, right? And it can happen very quickly. Talk to Anthony about it and he'll tell you about his experience. So folks, like, like Steve was saying, we run a little bit long here. I truly appreciate uh, each of you. New folks are getting started with you. Thank you for choosing Prime. A lot of different places you can go. Thank you very much for, for choosing Prime. I assure you, it was a good decision on your part. So with that, I'll just say, God bless each of you, and please be safe out there.